Squadcast. A tag digital podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Tag Digital Squadcast. Joined with Jamie and Johnny. How you doing? Hello. And I'm Steph, if you're wondering. So today I'm going to be doing quick fire again. So we're starting with Johnny this time. We started with me, oh, we started start. with me last time. All right, well, then. That's okay. Okay. Nah, we'll start with we'll start with Jamie then. Take okay, it up. thank you. Right Thanks. then, you just have a rest. Right, John, uh, Jamie, are you ready? Yep. YouTube or Instagram? Instagram. Full fat Coke or Diet Coke? Diet Coke. Batman or Superman? Batman. Hummus or satsuki? Oh. Hummus. Ooh. Wrong yeah, answer. Um, no, that's the right answer. I no. agree. Right, Johnny, are you ready? Yes. Quality Street are heroes. Quality Street, but roses are better than both. Oh, right. That's surely surely you like quality... No, heroes, if you like roses, though, because they're both Cadbury's. No, but it's different. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> Next one. Yep. Glasgow or Preston? Preston. Wow. It's the greatest city on earth, but carry okay. on. Sorry. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Fair enough. Prom or Visprom? Visprom. Lead gen or awareness campaigns? Lead gen. Why? Because it's more tangible success. Yeah, okay. Is that enough. a good answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a strong answer. Yeah, that was nice. You've improved from last time, so that's good. Yeah, thank you. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. So I think today we'll chat a little bit about behavioral economics and how that links to ad copy. Johnny, do you know what behavioural economics is? I know what ad copy is, mm. but behavioural economics, no. Not not in any great detail. I know little bits, yeah. uh, but not in... I think it's yeah. a bit about kind of psychology. Yeah, ad copy is a good start and you probably are doing a lot of it already without you knowing that you're, you're using behavioural economics. But the best way to describe behavioural economics is to kind of break it into the kind of four main parts that make it up um but a lot of it is based upon this thing called nudge theory um which really is kind of making people or pushing people in the right way that you want them you want them to take an action you're kind of not forcing them to take an action but you're kind of encouraging them or nudging them in the right direction to take an action whether it's through your kind of messaging or kind of what you're displaying on screen but the kind of important part is that you're not like forcing them to do it or um, it can also has to have a kind of benefit from them from doing it. So it's not just going to benefit you from them taking action. It needs to be like beneficial to them, I guess. Just like being more persuasive. Yeah, but not in a in a great an aggressive way or like in a over the top way. Just kind of um, in like a mind effing way. Yeah. So kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Messing <laughs> kind of with not messing with their mind. That sounds horrible, but. <laughs> behavioral economics you're you're trying to tap into their behaviors and kind of pre, like play on the fact that most humans are kind of like quite similar in the way that they behave um so you can 
take that advantage of that really again take advantage doesn't sound great but we'll, we'll get into it psychology comes into everything i feel yeah absolutely so i think people often i would say people who are running ad campaigns often maybe don't think about that aspect you kind of have to from what you're saying i presume you have to kind of take a step back and we're all humans at the end of the day so we need to think about like psycho the psychological aspect of that yeah i think um it's for sure something that we maybe struggle with in terms of a lot of um clients or a lot of events have set messaging that they want to use or they feel like is the best but is that messaging actually going to translate across into uh, conversions or is it going to is it going to hit the point of that person the, the user's brain that's going to activate like activate a conversion um mm-hmm. like the whole point of behavioral economics is to um tap into that point within their brain that where they feel like for example um one of the kind of main fundamentals that we'll get into is is like framing so um I don't know if you've heard me talk about that much in the, in the office, but it really is about kind of not what you say, it's how you say it. Oh yeah, I've definitely heard that before in general life though. So it's interesting yeah. that we're thinking about this in terms of event marketing ads. I feel like my fiance tells me this all the time. It's not. It is true. It's not about what you say. It's about how you say yeah. it. It's usually mm-hmm. on the end of a telling off. So yeah. yeah, the most common, I mean, that is used everywhere and um, not just an ad copy, but the most common example um i can think of is like would you rather eat like yogurt that is 80 percent fat free or 20 percent fat yeah that's an interesting one it's an obvious one is it yeah why which one would you pick no i would i would choose the 80 percent fat free but i do have a tendency to lean towards fatty foods so yeah but it's the same thing it is the same that's interesting i wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought about that it that way. Cool. Yeah, so kind of one of the, I guess, putting it back to an events, like example, or like a common events example with where we could use framing within our ad copy, it would be, um, for example, if you're trying to get exhibitors in, um, you could play on from your previous, um, your previous performance, say for example, eight out of 10 of our exhibitors were guaranteed business last year instead of only two out of 10 people or two out of 10 people didn't get any leads or any business last year. So it's how you frame kind of what you're trying to sell. I think I've used something similar recently as well, where we were doing an ex-prom campaign and I can't remember if we did it, like I can't remember which way we did it, but we either put 70% of the like show floor has been sold or I can't remember if it was, 30% 30% of the space is still left. I think it was 70% has been sold because yeah. that sounds more urgent. Yeah. That's mm. that's kind of another one of the fundamentals of behavioral economics. It's, um, it's called scarcity. Um, but again, they all kind of lend each, th- themselves to each other quite well. Uh, they're all quite similar in what they do. They all kind of play on that exact same part of the mind. So scarcity is that kind of fear of missing out, which we probably are all very, very guilty of. So saying there's only 70% of the show floor left, or sorry, 70% of the show floor is sold out. That is a bit example of both. They're framing it in a certain way, but you're also saying there's only 30% left. So that's um, like yeah. when you're getting a pair of shoes and it says 
there's only so many left or yeah that sort of thing so it just plays on however many are sold is that the same thing or is it more just thinking um, for scarcity it's just thinking about there's only a couple left scarcity yes is like or there's there's only so many pairs left you need to get yeah if you act now you'll be in with the crowds if you don't act now you're going to miss out so it's a fear of missing out Mm -hmm. um i think that happened to me recently when i was trying to buy tickets for transmit because the weekend tickets had gone on sale not the um the day tickets and they kept saying oh nearly sold out of this day and that day and i wanted to go and see the strokes and then eventually they put the day tickets on sale but they were kind of using that scarcity tactic to try and get me to think oh tickets are nearly sold out i've got to buy a weekend ticket um so yeah i suppose that's an example of that squadcast the tag digital podcast why is it that ad copy is so important and why are we having this conversation um i feel like ad copy certainly from like speaking from my google side of things ad copy is probably one of the one of the only things we have left from a kind of human element kind of control side of things um a lot of the other elements of google ads we are putting in control or in the hands of google's robots so we're the only ones that can still control kind of the messaging across the platform and after all kind of what we said we're the only ones that can understand how humans um behave as well like at the moment i'll say that at the moment but um google surely can't take over that can they can ad copy be automated it would not surprise me well i mean it can be automated when you think about like dynamic search ads and things like that but again there's not much proof out there that those are 100 percent the best practice um they de- definitely don't tap into things like behavioral economics that's for certain but I would say it's the main ads are so important to us or the ad copy is so important because it is our opportunity to one, get in front of our competitors to kind of filter out any irrelevant kind of users within our audience. Cause after all, not everybody in that audience is going to be 100% perfectly suited to our event. Um, and three, basically showcase what they can expect before they click through onto the website and probably similar across social, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's the same on social, but I suppose we can also use things like scarcity and um, what, what's the other framing. one? Framing. Um, you can use them not only in the ad copy, but in the images. I suppose that's where we've got an advantage on social is we don't just have the the text that we need to rely on. We've also got images that can help make more of a difference on Facebook or Instagram or whatever compared to on Google where it is just text-based apart from the odd like format. Um, but yeah, ad copy is still really important. We've got something similar to dynamic search ads in that you can optimize the text per person, which is like a relatively new thing on Facebook where it, it can take the headline or the newsfeed description and the main text, like the primary text of the ad, and switch them around depending on what is performing better and what would work better for that person. So there's also them elements of like giving up control. But I mean, ad copy is still really important. We still, 
I know that occasionally we struggle to like hand over in terms of automation and like giving up that control because we like to control how things are. Um, and that's just because we do know how important ad copy is. Cool. Do you think there's some particular call to actions that work best? Um, definitely. We did a bit of kind of research on this in-house and we did notice that the majority of the call to actions that were that received the highest click-through rate, for example, and the highest conversion rate um, were the ones that did kind of introduce things like scarcity and um, things like your dynamic countdowns that we always um, introduce in the last 14 days, for example. So we'll dynamically insert the headline and it'll say 14 days to go, 13 days to go. Creating that sort of urgency within the audience really is kind of what helps sell the event we we find but also there's maybe a bit of element of that there's only 14 days left we do tend to see an influx in conversions there as well but also on the other hand things that do perform well are like things like register free register for free get your free ticket so if you're calling out that you're they're getting some sort of benefit right now because it's free um that tends to to resonate quite well that's definitely across search i don't know you see across yeah you've just mentioned two things that really annoy me about facebook so the first one is we don't have any way of doing dynamic countdowns which like upsets me quite a lot like far more than it should like there should be a way of the same as you can on google like just having it count down automatically without adding a new ad every day which we then can't do because it resets learning phases and things so um yeah we can't do that we we do see a, a natural um kind of increasing conversions as we approach an event or the end of a campaign yeah but that's just because we're getting close to the event yeah um so that yeah that really annoys me about dynamic countdown so you've set me off on one there and then the other thing that you mentioned was i can't even remember what the other thing you mentioned was because i got very heated about dynamic that's, that's countdowns. okay I forgive um you. yeah i can't remember what it was but register for free register yeah so there's no register call to action button on Facebook. There's only book now or apply now or sign up. That there's, seems a bit ridiculous. You should, you should write them a letter. Yeah, maybe I should. I need to get email addresses of people. But what about the event ads? Or do they have register buttons? No. Um, no, it's you need to click. I think it comes up with going. Going, I think. It or is, interested. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it does. And that like star thing. Um, so yeah, it you, it isn't register, but, but on, on you can the, have register on LinkedIn. That seems ridiculous. On those event ads, just thinking about what you're saying about it saying people are, it says you're going or you're interested. Then it also says underneath there, X number of people are going. Does that kind of link into what we're saying? Yeah. So there's two more. Fun, oh, sorry. Fun, no, 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 that's just, that's just perfect. A, a perfect segue. There's two more fundamentals so you just touched upon um one of them there so it's it's um what is it it's social proof that's what it is sorry i had a mind blank there um they're hard to remember yeah so that is um the hair that's like herd mentality Mm -hmm. so um we basically put a lot more value on something if if there's a large group of people doing it and we place we put a lot a much much kind of higher level of intent behind it as well mm-hmm. if we if for example if i, I get, it's similar to fear of missing out 
I guess, but it's more like so and so, and so many people endorse this. Or, um, for example, if you're shopping online, I think you said that earlier, if you're buying trainers and you're like, so many people have these in basket right now. So you're like, oh, yeah. I, I, why do I not have them in my basket? So I think I want to Get be it in my basket. It's when, like when you're looking for hotels and they're like, oh, this has been viewed a thousand yeah. times. So yeah, it's slightly like, oh, different yeah. from scarcity because it's not exactly saying that there's none left. It's just like lots of people are going. Like you best hurry up. You bet. Like it might be scarce and resource soon, so you better. But you also don't want to be like it's the whole kind of influencer theory, isn't it? It's like that's why influencers exist social proof and this is very relevant for events in particular because if you know so many people are going you'll want to go and not miss out yeah i mean the big ones um expo 2020 in dubai like so many influencers are going to that so like a lot of people will see that and be like oh give me some of that i don't think i can name any influencers this is what i'm missing out when i'm not not Mm. on instagram I'm actually struggling a little bit. Jamie loves Instagram, so what do you think? I can't think of any names off the top of my head. The only one I know... Anybody is, can be an influencer. What about that We're guy influencers. that... We're influencers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. What What about that guy that wraps up food on TikTok? What? Rap. What? Rap, Rap God. Rap God. Is he an what? influencer? Yes. For Glaswegian for, takeaways. For George Foreman. Wow, I've never seen this guy. Like being serious. Really? <laughs> He's incredible. All I can think about is Salt Bay. No, what's that? He's an influencer. Yeah. So that, I mean, all these people, like, as soon as they post on Instagram or anything like that, so if they were to post that they were going to a particular event, you'd be like, "Mm, I'm going to that. Yeah. Well, if Salt Bay's Expo 2020, I'm in. Isn't that what happened with Fire Festival? Yeah. (gasps) Don't even get me started. That's a bad example, though. So don't do that. No, but I mean, but that's it. What you're it? talking about, yeah. Everyone yeah. ended up going, yeah. Like, but it was an absolute shambles. So, Steph, that's you, sa- you sounded personally hurt. Then, were you there? No, mm. I wasn't. I kind of wish I was to kind of see how much of a disaster it was. Mm. I wish I could watch that again, but I already know what's going to happen. So, I haven't seen it on Netflix. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Just going back to the the call to action thing, this isn't necessarily a call to action, but it's kind of what works well in ad copy that we're seeing. It's not the last chance messaging, but it's like your early bird messaging. And that really is the kind of last fundamental that we would suggest. So that's that's your anchoring fundamental. And that is nothing really has a value until we give it one. So for example, if you were to display your original price or your, your soon to be price next to your early bird price people are going to cling on to the fact that they are saving x amount of money so you're anchoring the the discount against what they could be they could be paying if they don't act now again it plays into every other kind of thing we've mentioned so urgency scarcity all these things so this is straight out of dfs and scs's playbook (gasps) yeah pretty much Wow, I'd never even thought about that. It's just your standard, like, sale. So I've like, just bought a mattress, and I think I've been conned. Yeah, like Black Friday. It's not a con, though, is it? Black Friday, every website you go onto, it's like, um, they display the original price next to the the this, this, the current price, with a big slash through it. So you're going to tie those together, aren't you? You're going to be like, oh, man, I'm getting a good deal. Yeah, I think there are websites now that, that say, like, this has been this price before and stuff like that or this was only the price that they're advertising at 
how it was before. This was only like that for like two weeks and then they reduced the price again so they could that is do this clever. anchoring. It is clever to do that, particularly for events. Yeah, so the, the most common one we would see from events is like early bird or even super early bird and you can anchor it against the early bird price and that would really help, especially if you're running a long, long, long campaign. The more kind of messaging like that you can get out there at the start is is like vital really and you can say like save two hundred dollars when you um when you when you register with super early bird yeah and i suppose with early birds as well that's where especially some of the events that have got like higher than usual ticket prices the early bird and the super early birds where we'd see a lot of conversions yeah it's almost like a backwards trend from what we're used to yeah i think it's also the same if if people have got an on the door price, what do people usually call that? It is on the door, on yeah, the day, on the day, on the door. Um, yeah. We can use that in ad copy as well, and I've done that before, and that's worked quite well. Where you've got a price that's like much higher than what the early bird was and the super early bird, but then you can also say, well, the on the door price is actually fifteen hundred dollars more than this, so you can you can use that here um yeah I yeah absolutely <laughs> thanks for agreeing um but no i think yeah it's very useful and you can see how it leans in especially to the the fomo thing as well have you seen greater conversions than using these techniques yeah so like i said going back to the kind of the call to actions anything that tends to to use the the kind of fear of missing out, the, the scarcity, some sort of discount, somebody seeing that they're getting better value than they would do if they acted at a later date, um, or if you're just feeding that information to them. They, they, you could run an ad that has none of that in it. Just be like, here's the event, we want you to register. Like, But then when they click through to the web, they might not click through to the website, but then they find out when they click through to the website that they're getting a good deal. That's probably not going to, go down well whereas if you're like calling out straight from the start come to our event you're if you register now you'll save x amount or you better come to our event now because 80 percent of tickets are sold um you're definitely more likely to click on an ad yeah so it's just it's just about getting creative with the ad copy are there any like extensions and stuff on google ads that you can use for yeah so you can do you can do price extensions um and promotion extensions i would probably recommend we do promotion extensions um, just because you need a few different price brackets for you to have price extensions up and running. But promotion extensions, you just need the one promotion, for example. So you could put early bird in and you can either put the percentage that they're saving, the price that they're saving and things like that. So they're kind of pretty much man-made or they're made for these sorts of kind of like behavioral economics kind of theories. That's cool. Cool. That gives us loads to think about. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for that, Jamie. It's okay. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. And join us next time, but make sure to subscribe. Where can you subscribe, Steph? Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Anywhere else, Jamie? Google Podcasts, of course. Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to your podcast. Yeah, that's what I was about to say that. Still my line. Sorry. Podcast, the Tag Digital Podcast.
Listen to the Squadcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify.